Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Kara Goodwin, and welcome to the Parenting Translator newsletter and podcast. So today I'm going to be talking about all the research behind Santa Claus and discussing whether Santa Claus is a fun holiday tradition or a harmful lie. So in recent years, it seems that Santa has become increasingly controversial with many parents and experts arguing that promoting this myth may actually be harmful for children. So critics of Santa argue that using a fictional character to judge behavior and the idea of a naughty and nice list is not only ineffective, but moreover teaches children to behave only to avoid being on the naughty list. And this messaging may even have a negative impact on children in the long term. So many parents worry that they might be lying to their children or at least admitting the truth if they encourage a belief in Santa. So I'm going to talk about, does Santa encourage good behavior? Is it lying to encourage a belief in Santa? Will children be upset when they find out the truth? And can parents encourage children to believe for longer? So throughout the month of December, many parents who celebrate Christmas and even some who don't use Santa to regulate their child's behavior. So more recently, parents have even used an elf on the shelf um, to provide children with a daily reminder that someone is watching them and reporting their behavior back to Santa. At nearly every holiday activity you go to, you will hear parents warning their children that Santa is watching or you better be good if you want Christmas presents. This message is pervasive in our culture. And, you know, there are songs, there are movies, there are TV shows, even Santa at the mall. And older relatives are asking your kids, have you been good? Are you on the nice list? So does this strategy actually work? And if so, are children only behaving to earn presents? And finally, how might this strategy impact children in the long run? So first, this strategy is unlikely to actually improve behavior. So the behavioral principle behind Santa is that the promise of a later reward, that is Christmas presents, will lead children to turn down the option of a more immediate reward, like doing something they want instead of listening to a parent. Um, But research finds that children are not really capable of turning down one reward for a later reward, even if it's only a few minutes later. So it seems highly unlikely that children would change behavior for a reward up to 25 days later. In addition, as children get older, the strategy may become even more ineffective because children learn that the reward is not actually based on their performance. So in other words, most children still get presents on Christmas, whether they behaved according to what the parents wanted or not. In addition, the nice and naughty list isn't always framed in a positive way, and it usually involves threats. So no Christmas presents if you don't start listening. And if you're on the naughty list, you're going to get nothing but coal. And research suggests that punishment, even non-physical punishment, is associated with more unkind behaviors in children. So research also suggests that a threat of negative consequences may be ineffective at promoting positive behavior in children. So even if Santa does change behavior for the month of December, Santa may decrease intrinsic motivation to behave after the holiday season is over. So research suggests that the strategy of that we use Santa for for improving behavior 
in the long run may decrease intrinsic motivation because research finds that tangible rewards, meaning rewards you can touch like presents, that are expected and are not linked to performance are associated with decreased intrinsic motivation. That means that even if the promise of Christmas presents resulted in improved behavior during the month of December, children might actually become less likely to continue to choose to behave appropriately after the promise of Christmas presents is removed. So when you use the strategy of using Santa as a threat, it may also have other negative consequences. So research indicates that telling children lies to regulate their behavior is associated with increased anxiety in the teenage years and being less well-adjusted in adult years. In practice, Santa also involves expressing disappointment and shaming children for misbehavior. So research finds that expressing disappointment and shaming as a discipline tactic may be associated with increased anxiety and aggression in children. So the translation here is you can still talk about Santa, but avoid linking Santa to behavior or any discussion of the nice or naughty list. The strategy is likely to be ineffective and may also have some unintended negative consequences. So is it lying to encourage the belief in Santa? So it seems clear from the research that using Santa to change your child's behavior is linked to negative consequences. So can you just do the whole Santa thing without discussing behavior or the nice and naughty list? Or does promoting these myths mean that you are lying to your child? So first, it's important to note that lying to children in some way is very common for parents. So one study found that 84% of parents in the U.S. do this and 98% of parents in China lie to their children. Interestingly, parents in the U.S. were more likely to lie to control their children's emotions and parents in China were more likely to lie to control their child's behavior. So research is pretty clear that lying to manipulate your child's behavior called controlling lying is associated with um, negative consequences like increased anxiety in the teenage years and being less well-adjusted in the adult years. This research suggests that parents should avoid using Santa to control their child's behavior. Although, of course, this is only a correlation, it is very possible that these negative impacts may be caused by general differences in parenting styles. However, it remains unclear whether simply lying or omitting the truth about Santa without linking it to behavior has any negative impact on children. There is also some evidence that school-age children may be more likely to lie when they see it modeled. So one study found that when adults lie to school-age children, they're more likely to cheat and lie as a result. However, the study found that preschool-age children do not show increased lying and cheating when they observe an adult doing it. So the lies that most parents tell about Santa when they're not using threats of Santa to control behavior is a different kind of lying. It is often lying with the hopes of making their child happy or making Christmas more magical. This type of lying that is intended to benefit others is called pro-social lying. And research finds that pro-social lying is linked to compassion for another person and that children maintain trust for an adult when they find out an adult lied to benefit others versus when an adult lied to benefit themselves. Finally, young for young children, talking about Santa leaving gifts can be a type of pretend play. You can even tell them it's pretend play if that feels better for you. 
Pretend play is developmentally normal, and it is typical for them that pretend play blurs with reality. So the translation here is that research finds that lying to your children in hopes of controlling their behavior is associated with negative outcomes. In addition, it is possible that children may model lying or admitting the truth when they see their parents doing it in this context. However, it is also possible that children understand that parents were lying for their benefit and it may not negatively impact the trust they have in their parents. So will children be upset when they find out that Santa is not the truth? So research finds that on average, children stop believing in Santa around age seven, and that the age of finding out is actually pretty stable over time. So how do children typically find out? So research finds that 54% of children discover the truth on their own, 33% are told by their parents, and 13% through a combination of asking parents and finding out on their own. For most children, the process of finding out is typically a gradual process rather than a single event. So how do children feel when they find out about Santa? Are they devastated? Do they lose all trust in their parents? One study addressed this question by examining children's reactions to finding out the truth about Santa through interviews with 52 children who no longer believed. Children reported a wide range of emotions when finding out, but most children reported some positive reactions to finding out. So 62% reported that they felt happy after finding out. Some children did report negative emotions. 48% said they were sad. 48% said they were disappointed. And 35% said they were angry. But most reported the intensity of these emotions was very minimal. So only 2%, so sorry, they, most children rated it as 2% or less on a scale of emotional inte- intensity. So interestingly, the children of parents who encouraged belief in Santa more actually showed less distress over finding out. There was no difference in how distressed children felt depending on whether they heard the news from a parent or found out on their own. Importantly, most newly disbelieving children, 75%, reported that they would teach their own children about Santa. However, parents actually reported more negative rather than positive emotions over the transition. 40% of parents reported they were sad and only 6% reported they were happy, suggesting this may be harder on parents than on children in some ways. So the translation here is that this research is based on a small older study, but nevertheless provides some evidence that most children may not be significantly distressed when finding out about Santa. However, the study did not follow children long-term and does not rule out the possibility that there may be a small subset of children who are upset by this realization. As with every parenting decision, do what works best for your family. So can parents encourage children to believe in Santa for a little bit longer? So some parents may be relieved when their children stop believing, and some parents may feel desperate to hold on to this belief for as long as possible. So is there anything you can do as a parent if you want your child to keep believing? So research suggests that there likely isn't much you can do since most children stop believing in Santa when they develop a greater understanding of causality, physics, and biology, and they realize that Santa violates this knowledge. Young children are still developing the ability to distinguish between fantasy and reality, and they will accept magical explanations for events 
and nine-year-old children and adults. So research finds that nine-year-old children and adults do not accept these magical explanations. So around nine is when this stops. Research also finds that children start questioning Santa at the same time they start understanding why other events are physically impossible. So the translation here is that there may not be much you can do to extend your child's belief in Santa, since finding out the truth is mostly related to cognitive development. However, if you want to encourage a belief in Santa for young children, your own behaviors, such as talking to children about Santa, taking children to see Santa, and attitudes may encourage your children to believe. On the other hand, if you want to discourage belief, your behaviors and attitudes will help as well. So what's the overall translation here? Promoting belief in Santa is a very personal decision that each family must make for themselves based on many different factors. Parents should try to decide the messaging they would like for their children as soon as possible and make sure they are on the same page as their parenting partner if they have one. Whether or not you encourage a belief in Santa, the following takeaway messages may be helpful for you. So first, focus on the positive side of Santa. Research finds that even thinking about Santa may make children behave more generously to others. So rather than focusing on the nice and naughty list, um, you can consider talking to children about the kind and generous nature of Santa or the kindness and generosity of anyone who gives gifts if you don't want to do the Santa thing and how they can embody the Christmas spirit in their own lives. Two, improve your child's behavior around the holidays by strategies we know are effective, like praising and paying attention to positive behavior. So if you want to reward your child's behavior throughout the holiday season and beyond, use positive attention instead of empty threats. Um, So have the elf on the shelf point out something your child does right rather than wrong. There's no reason to link it to presents or label your child in any way. If you don't do the elf on the shelf or Santa, you can use this strategy yourself and point out things your child does right yourself, and it will be even more effective. Since research shows that positive attention from parents likely um, is more likely to increase the likelihood that a child shows kind and cooperative behavior. Three, handle challenging behavior with strategies we know are effective, um, like logical and natural consequences. So research suggests that the most effective strategies for improving your child's behavior are logical and natural consequences. So for example, um, children are more likely to learn not to throw their Christmas cookies if you take away the cookie when they throw it, rather than taking away presents 25 days later. Four, handle children finding out about Santa with empathy. There is no reason to dread your child finding out about Santa. Most children have mixed emotions, but overall do not seem to be too upset. However, you should not assume they are going to have the reaction of the average child. Parents should make sure to ask children about their emotions throughout the plot process and explain why they might have both positive and negative emotions during this transition. Parents should also try to validate and accept all emotions, even if they are angry or say they feel tricked by you in this transition. Five, when children find out, provide a clear explanation. If you suspect your child no longer believes in Santa, first ask them open-ended questions like, what do you think about Santa? Then allow them to explain their thinking without judgment or an emotional response. If they continue to doubt Santa, you can explain in clear terms where the idea of Santa comes from and the intentions of those who tell their children that Santa is real. 
you know, you could say something like they're trying to help Christmas feel more magical rather than they're trying to trick children, um, assuming that is what you actually believe. This explanation may help children to understand that it was pro-social lying, which is um, a type of lying to benefit others, which may help them to maintain trust in you and other adults. So finally, remember that there is likely not much you can do to extend your child's belief in Santa. Try not to get mad at your neighbor's child or your child's older sibling for ruining the magic. Most children reach this realization on their own sometime around age seven due to gaining a better understanding of how the world works. Keep in mind that your child finding out about Santa is a sign of cognitive development. And although you may be sad, you should celebrate this milestone. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's Parenting Translator newsletter and podcast. Listen next week for more research back tips for parents. Parenting Translator is a nonprofit organization. So all of these podcasts and the information they provide are given to you for free. If you would like to support our work, please subscribe to this podcast and rate and review it. Thank you so much.